I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it in beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Hey, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Hello. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, you guys questioned us on it, and uh, the witch had to rain a little thunder down and suspended Mike. So, uh, wait, no wait, Mike tonight. You're blaming me? You, they like you more than they like me. That may be true, but it's not my fault. It was your call to suspend him because he didn't bring his Yamama jokes. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to take me seriously. I, I'm going to get the hate emails this week. I feel it in my soul. So. Uh, first and foremost, though, shout out to our uh, main menace, I guess, Dick. Yeah. Letting us come into them again. Um, the witch and I, thank you, lady. The witch and I actually had a debate on what we were going to come into tonight. She actually requested beer from Psycho Steak. And while I was trying to find something else, so I was like, all right, that's a little refreshing. Seeing as they threw me under the bus that I dictated, you know, the the music choice. Listen, I don't like beer. I think beer is gross, but I happen to like Psycho Stick. Their music is good. Um, in general, it's good. And, like, their Christmas music is freaking hilarious. So, I enjoy all of that. Um, you know? You know, uh, I do got to give a shout out to Intern Jimbo. Thursday night, some bitch made me cry. Because he hit you that hard, or this is Could he walked across the stage to grab his diploma from the Votech. Woo! Awesome! I'm a baby boy! Yeah, I can't believe he's that old. That, that makes me... Holy shit, I'm getting misty-eyed right now! I know, that makes me... That, make, that makes me proud, and makes me feel old all at the same time. Like, oh my god. I can't believe he's that old already. Where's yep. your curly-haired two-year-old? He needs to go back. Yeah, no, he's, uh... But you know what that means, right? Graduation parties? And we get to humiliate him with all of his baby pictures where he's adorable and running around in diapers. Oh, it's already set up. Oh, I know. You already, you, you already know that's gonna happen. I know. <laughs> uh, mom with, his mama was asking me for photos. I was like, yes, I have them all! <laughs> Hey, I mean, he he knows it's going to happen. Uh, like like I was telling the witch and uh, intern Shaggy before he uh, rolled out, went up to his room. <laughs> yes, lady. Um, never mind, because I forget what I told him. So there's that. Uh, you have a topic suggestion? Hit us up at mikehasadrink at gmail.com. You know, I feel kind of weird doing that bit without Mike, so I'm just going to say, Mike is a drink at gmail.com. And then I think we're going to move on from that. Okay. Speaking of that, Jane. Oh, yeah, Jane. <laughs> you give me far too much credit. Four inches is double my length on a fantastic day when I measure from the bottom. Thank you. But, but wait. <sighs> Jane, why did you address that to me? I don't know. 
I don't know. Although, I am going to disclose this. Sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm telling one of your war stories. <sighs> so, when we all lived together, back in our teenage-ish years, I was in college, um, one of his lady friends came walking up to the table, the kitchen table, and she didn't look too good. And I was like, are you all right, honey? Do you need something? And she's like, I'm just sore. And I was like, you're sore? No. Do you want some Tylenol? Just stop. <laughs> that does not need brought up. <laughs> We're just going to move on. Oh, come on. <laughs> you told me I could say it. Or don't you remember? That All right. All right, that's fair. Go ahead, continue. So, she's like, no, no, I'll be okay. She's like, it's just like sliding down a damn traffic cone. And I didn't know what to say to that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I had to get up from the table and walk away. Do what you will with that, Jane. I thought you were going to tell the one. No. <laughs> about what, the, the roommate? Brought her home, and she no, went... No, no, I was not. You did not tell me I could tell that one. <laughs> you didn't ask. Uh, but that's... That's for one of our Patreones. Uh, yeah. Shout out to our Patreones. Ah, yes. We appreciate your money. They buy our drinks. Ish. Ish. Um... Let's talk about our drink tonight. So, in in honor of <laughs> oh. our horror stories, I have found a twist on something old. So, Tom used to make us oranges and cream, um, or orange dream sickles, for those of you who are familiar with those. <laughs> well, I found a version that is called a whiskey, orange whiskey and cream. So you basically repeat the same process, but more alcohol. Yay us. And um, I come from the Mike School of Pouring, so... You teach at the Mike School of Pouring. I, well, yeah, that's probably fair. Okay, nobody's going to understand this except for the witch right now, because her husband and I used to say it all the freaking time. Perfect bartender for Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> um... When we go to Raiders, which is the little shithole hole in the wall bar, I fucking love it. Um, the bartender has a very heavy hand when pouring our drinks. So, yeah, he always gets tipped pretty well. Okay, so what we've got is poured with love. One part, well, one large part, Jim Bean orange. One part. Pinnacle whipped cream vodka. <coughs> Topping it off with some orange crush. Wish is letting someone have it. I can smell the vodka just opening it. And I mean in the soda. I cannot drink orange soda without tasting vodka because we drank so much orange soda and vodka. And I don't think we have any ice to go in this, so we were unprepared slackers. It'll be alright. Uh-huh, I hope you like it warm. <laughs> we don't kink sham around here. You don't. I remember I didn't sign that waiver. Well, According I... to Mike. <coughs> um, and cheers. Get the bar.
I'm all right with it. You know what? I mean, it's a little sweet because it is it is heavy on the orange flavor. It is. Uh, but it, I ain't mad at it. Uh, specifically, we ha- is there any ice in the ice maker? Oh, that is good. Actually, yeah. How about that? Mike left the ice maker. He must have known us slackers in the room were going to be underprepared. Huh. Yes. <laughs> and which brings me to my next point. Even though Mike is on suspension, we are still at the Mike has a drink world headquarters in his house. So, uh, go team. He's a team player. What can we say? All right, so you all shouted that since it was Tom and I, we had to talk spooky stuff. The witch, she she brought out a visual aid a minute ago before we started recording, and Jesus Christ, I just got punched in the face with about 20 years of fucking memories. <laughs> well, but I understand how your brain works. We've talked about how, you know, brain injury, some memories are harder to access. I wanted to help you. I wanted to help draw upon our... 20 years worth of traipsing through cold fucking dark places trying to see ghosts, find ghosts, talk to ghosts, and not die. (laughs) Oh, you'll be very proud of me. Okay. Um, the cat shadow? Yes. (laughs) Very playful chat. Okay. It's good time, Charlie. Huh. Look at you. You're right. I am proud of you that you're uh, not just going, la, 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 saw a shadow, Becky. I'm going to ignore it until it just goes away. Well, in all fairness, hold on, I'm eating a combo. I'm sorry. Um, Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Only when you pay extra. <laughs> You pay extra for everything, honey. It's because I'm fucking ugly. It's okay. Next. What were we talking about? Because now it's... Cat completely... shadow. You hide... You, you hide... Oh, yes. Because yeah. in all fairness, when the witch was instructing me and our fellow cohorts on what to do and what to that, is uh, the number one thing she drove in our heads was the more you see them... The more they see you. Which is true. That is honest, accurate, and true. So for the longest time, you know, uh, specifically when Secret Fan did what the Secret Fan did, and um, and I didn't have you to talk to at that point in time. Ignorance is bliss. That's what that... Until the one day, well, no... I knew who that was. Uh, one of my friends, uh, before he passed away, if we knew he was coming over, he would just walk in the door. But if he just happened to be driving by and wanted to stop in, he would knock. Sitting there in the kitchen. Next thing I know, the door opens. Like, hear the handle twisting. The door opens. 
and then the door shut. Felt the coldness across my shoulder, and I was just like, oh, what's up, fish? You know, I... You just knew. You just knew it. That was... That was him. <laughs> I understand, because every once in a while... It used to happen more right after he passed away, but a good friend of mine, our jam was um, House of Pains, Jump Around. I mean... And I, and I would be in the middle of listening to something else, and all of a sudden, my Spotify playlist would just click over to House of Pain. And I would be like, oh, crap. Hi, buddy. Good to know you're riding along with me. And so I'd turn the stereo down so we could still hear it, and I would just talk to him wherever I was going, like he was still there. You know, and the song would end, and... I'd carry on for a little while and go, all right, have a good day, bud. You know. Because I knew he was just coming to check on me. I think the people we care about and that cared about us, a lot of them don't leave us. Or at least even if they leave, they come back to check up. Because, right. you know. I mean, but that brings up the weird fact of, so are you telling me my ancestors have watched me masturbate? Considering they're your ancestors, they probably were standing oh, on the oh. doing the same damn thing, buddy. <laughs> I mean, so now that you put, <laughs> you're never going to be look, looking at great Graham Garrett's picture the same. Sorry, I apologize to the whole family line. Because <laughs> one of your crazy relatives is going to call me. Probably. So somebody in the family would never ever do that. So. Oh, but you never know. They they fucking might. Because we were all young ones. All right, here. I saw you crane in your neck. I will let you get reacquainted with this chunk of history that I have brought for you. And I'm sorry for all of you who can't see my visual aid because it was specifically to jog Tom's memory. Because we have been to this... The same place is probably. Chris, what the hell? A couple hundred times. Just in mine. 18, 19? Yeah, you all were like 19, I think. Oh, Jesus. Um, so we did a lot of trips to Reed's Furnace, a lot of trips to Hogback. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Just anywhere we could get to. Oh, the furnace. The furnace was our favorite because um, most of the really spooky shit happened out there. Um, the witch's ex, the wild man, which this is a picture of him standing on the fucking bridge. Uh, one of the legends about the furnace is um, the little girl who hung herself off the bridge. <laughs> Well, I say little girl, I mean, like, early teens. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we're out there the one night, and the wild man and myself were in front. Because we always took point, because... Let me be real. I don't do heights, and I don't do bridges. I... Uh, specifically railroad bridges that are falling apart, where if you stepped in the wrong spot, you went about 75 feet straight down. Uh-huh. I will freely admit, I don't care. I ain't afraid of the dead. 
Um, and most of the living don't scare me, but that fucking bridge scared me. So here's Tom's six foot four ass in front of me, and I'm behind him, and I have hold of the back of whatever he's wearing. Like, if he had no shirt on, I have hold of the back of his pants, and I've got the death grip on it, and my eyes are closed. And I'm going, I'm not opening my eyes. You are guiding me. So if we walk off the edge, please note it's your fault, and we're going to die together. And he'd be like, okay, Beck, I got you. It's okay. It's okay. I got you. But anyway, so we're walking, and we see this girl. An old, old-timey dress. Sitting there on the bridge. So while man and I, you know, we kind of stop. What the hell? And then she jumps. And as... We go spritting up at this point, uh, the wild man and I, like, it was such a powerful manifestation that it had the both of us, who were seasoned at stuff like this, convinced that it was, you know, this teenage girl. So you get running up and you see that there's, like, rope that's coiled around the one uh, railroad tie or the bridge. And no shit, as soon as we got to it, it just vanished, gone. Couldn't see her, couldn't see the rope, nothing. I think this was actually taken the next day. Because we went back Oh yeah, that's right. Because the wild man is looking right where she jumped at. Because he was so freaked out by that incident. And nothing... Dude, that was fucking 20 years ago and I got goddamn goosebumps. And nothing freaked him out. Uh, well, hardly anything freaked him out. Yeah, that was that was the first time I'd seen Wild Man Crack. Uh-huh. Do you remember the night we were out there and we kept hearing quads and seeing quads, like the headlights of quads? Yes. And one went over the bridge and then went off the bridge? Like, it would... Like, you could see that she's... You can see across the bridge, down the trail, you can see these headlights coming, and you could hear it. They were on a fucking mission. That There's no way, even in my stupid years, would I be cranking that fast at night. Daytime? Maybe. Yeah, so, you know, at night, even with headlights? I don't fucking think so. Mm-hmm. And they're coming, they're coming quick, so... You know, we're yelling everybody, get the fuck out of the way, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and again, halfway down, <laughs> the lights with nothing behind them disappeared. <clears throat> the one night, I don't think you were here that night, because it was the night uh, K-Fab and the Air Force kids, I took them, these guys. I was not there that night. Okay. The quads actually, one of them came out onto the bridge, and there was a rider on it, and it looked like a real person. It went sideways off the bridge, and we thought somebody had crashed. And the boys started freaking out, and they started to try to figure out how to get down there to help somebody. And I said, shine your flashlight down there. And one of them did. There was no quad. There was no person. I kid you not, the one kid pissed himself. Because he was not anticipating something to look so real, but be 
So ghostly. The furnaces. It was definitely one of the most active places that I, we had spent our time, but I think part of that had to do with the fact that there were at least two covens that used this as their summoning ground. It, it's, In part. It's got a lot of history, that's, uh, that's for sure. It does, because there's, there's a place where you can actually camp, or people used to camp down below. By, by where by the, the furnace was. Yeah. Yeah. By where the furnace was. Yeah. Um, that he burned the entire fucking town to death with. Uh-huh. And we have friends that we have friends that have actually stayed down there. Um and in the middle of the night woken up to like see bloody writing on on the outside of like their truck and stuff. This is not actually there the next morning, but scared them enough that they left their whole tent and camp gear behind and like hauled ass in the middle of the night. Went back to get the tent the next day. I've definitely smelled... Anybody who's ever smelled it now, both in my... Thank you. Back when I was a firefighter, both from that and from work at the steel mill, you learn to smell what burning flesh smells like real fucking quick. It's not a pleasant smell. No, and I have not camped down there, but I have camped in the... Uh, By the bridge. Up top. And that smell, that unmistakable smell was present at about 4.30 to 5 in the morning. Oh. Just. See, I never never stayed. We would go and we would explore. We took uh, my sister's husband out. Because he didn't believe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was ready to go. Oh, I believe it because, um, I can't remember how they were related, but some of Code's fam wanted to go check all of these places that we had been. Mm. And... That reminds me of the Denny's guys. <laughs> yeah, the Denny's guys. Oh my god. You can tell that one. Go talk about the Denny's dudes. So it used to be a routine. Right? We would go, do some spooky shit, and then go to Denny's and drink coffee. Because <laughs> we were teenagers, we were poor, and it was free refills. And they had a smoking section at that point in time still. And because one or more of you was trying to bang the one waitress? Um, I was not until... K-Fab did? So he challenged me to see who could... Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, he... he, Alright, you can go ahead and tell the table story. Just because it, it shows how much it just put him in his place and made him shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Oh, this well, dude well, ran his mouth about every goddamn thing. Okay, Everything. finish the Denny's story, and then I'll, I'll tell the table story. Well, because she was a waitress at Denny's, that's what... <clears throat> yeah, that, that just... Okay, okay, so maybe I gotta go first. No. <laughs> so... 
Anyways, you know, um, he ended up hooking up with this chick. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 I'm lying. <laughs> so, hey, he ended up hanging out with the one waitress. And then we met a group of like-minded individuals at Denny's the one night who had just left other haunted places. So naturally, you know, sitting there with bullshit, we start hanging out with these guys. Well, as it turns out, the one guy is actually married to the waitress that our roommate is dating. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I forgot about him. So, I earned myself a lifetime ban from Denny's to save his dumbass from that dude. Okay, I couldn't remember why we got banned from there. Because I picked that, well, I didn't pick him up. I used his own momentum as he was charging Kate Dickard. And I hip-dragged him up and over and through a table. And they were not happy about that. Uh, that makes a, that makes a lot more hey, sense now. All I'm saying that. is, you know, him and I might have had a fallen out, but specifically even at that at that point in time, you weren't going to go with my dude blindsided. You, yeah. you weren't going to blindside my dude. I don't fucking think so, homie. Yeah, like, all I knew was I was paying the check, and the next thing I know, we were all banned and couldn't come back to Denny's, so we had to switch to Eaton at Eaton Park. That's all I knew. <laughs> that's where I was. That's the story I was going with. <laughs> oh. But the other Denny's waitress. <laughs> the other Denny's waitress. That girl was a hoot, a holler, and a trip. So, not that this is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We are talking about the redhead, right? The table, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was redhead. Yeah, well, yes, I know, but... You were making this decision? Whatever. So, young Tom. Young Tom. We, we, we do not punish Tom for his previous sins. But we will make fun of him. Young Tom did not give a single fuck about... Which is why him and I got along to Anything. So, young Tom, we're all sitting at the table. At this point, like, we had a 13-foot oak table. It was like your grandma's or something. Yes, it was my grandma's. And we, lo- like, we were so involved into the D&D, like, we never even broke shit down. No, because... Like, our characters say that, like, we didn't eat at the table. No. It was so damn nice, we didn't eat at the fucking table. No, you took your to like the living room or your bedroom or wherever you wanted, but we, but everything else you did around this table, like it was our, our hangout spot. Um, so we were sitting there playing D and D, and K Dog's character had just died again, again, because this man had the audacity to breathe at me wrong. Um, <laughs> this was towards the end of his tenure of the house. It was, but he had brought home another Denny's waitress, and they were, uh. Jumping on the bad foot, doing the good thing, I think is how the expression goes. No, um, because they were sitting at the table across from me. Well, but no, no. They decided <laughs> to do the good thing. She came out, they came out, and we're sitting there 
Oh, that's right. No, they had finished because she goes, oh my god. Uh-huh. See? See? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she was underwhelmed with the uh-huh, quality <laughs> of sex. No, she was impressed with them. Oh, was she? I yes. thought she was the one that was Well, she, was, she wasn't impressed, but she was... She was like, yeah, yeah. It was all right. She was being nice. She was being nice. Homegirl was being nice. (laughs) Let's be real about it. Homegirl was being nice. So, I don't remember exactly how this started, but somehow it came about that she was going to compare the equipment of all the men under the table, with the exception of my fiancé, who was there at the time, because I'm... Wow, man. Yeah, because... I'm a I'm an intimidating figure, and I think she thought I was going to break her into pieces. Um, so she crawled under the table and was verily impressed by several of them. But then she comes up and sits next to Tom and goes, "Hi, do do you want to go? Uh, hmm, hmm." You know, honestly, I think that might have been. The official end of the friendship between him and I. Now, at this point, don't get me... It was shitty on the rocks. Like, this dude was very out for self. And in our house, in our circle, that didn't float. No, because we were all very much about, what do you need me to do? What? How can I help you? I mean, and if if we weren't able to, like, help each other... Then you just had to say, you don't have the balls to do it. <laughs> and that got you what you needed. Thankfully, um, I am not that young and stupid anymore to respond to that phrase. Thank God. Um, Specifically since I only have the one. So you're right. I don't have the balls to do it. Cheers to that. Um, hey, you know, I'm more aerodynamic. I just swim in a circle. <laughs> you just gotta, like, put a little fin on it so it goes. <laughs> it goes with you, man. You, you can work this thing out. I'm sure of it. There could be a market for that. <laughs> so, looking at the one picture. Okay. Which one are we looking at? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I remember laughing hysterically because I saw what took him down. And my barely experienced ass was able to... Yeah. I remember laughing my ass off at him because right, so that should tell, not have... So tell them what you're talking about. So right here there's a picture. You can see um, Kate Dick laying on the ground, face down, and me standing behind him. And now, when, when I gotta say, we were at Hogback on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, before construction. And uh, he... We're standing there, you know, because we were dumb. So we were standing in the middle of this haunted bridge and trying to summon something to show us a sign of his existence. Or So, basically, what was the shadow equivalent of a fucking groundhog <laughs> knocked him down? A groundhog? Are you serious? I mean, obviously it wasn't on the ground, but it was the elongated, like the size, of, like the the size of a fucking groundhog. And I was like, 
don't even think I had to say anything. As soon as I started laughing, it realized and was gone. Wow. See, I <laughs> didn't see what hit him. I just... Yeah, no, it was it was a shadow. It was a groundhog. <laughs> because I didn't see what hit him, but the night that you summoned something, I saw that. And I saw everybody run from it. And I'm the only one who went back to help you that night. And... I never saw it, and I'm thankful. Because from what it was being described, it was not pretty behind me. Yeah, so... I, it was one of those rare occurrences. Fucking goosebumps again. God damn. <laughs> um, and whatever I had pissed off was powerful enough to actually cause physical, physical harm. Whereas, I had, oh, three, four, five? Four. Four just tears down my back. They weren't bleeding profusely. They were leaking. They were leaking pretty fucking good. Um, so if I... It, what really fucked me up about it is it was cold. I, I didn't feel the pain because it froze. Because it felt frozen. But you knew something had happened to you because you were like, Becky, something scratched me. I felt it. Um, that, I was crawling at that. I remember that. I was fucking crawling. Well, somebody's running for the car. I'm running for you to get hit, like to get you up off the ground. That was... It was crazy. That was a bad night. And to describe what I saw that night, so it's dark outside... But if I tell you a wall of blackness, darker than the night sky, came rolling down the hill with... Red. Yeah. Blood red eyes. I said there were the rest fucking thing he'd ever seen in his life. Like, and this thing took up, like, not even the road, like, the, the width of the road. Like, it was into the woods. It was huge, whatever it was. And it just swept down... And once it knocked you over, as soon as it hit the other side of that bridge, like, it dissipated. That was... That was a time when we all overestimated our abilities. That was was a bad night. Um, It was an interesting night. I don't think it was necessarily... Oh, I didn't have a bad night. You had a bad night. No, um... One of my recurring nightmares makes sense now. Anywho. Oh, we're getting into recurring nightmares? Nope, not right now. Not this episode. Oh, okay. Remember that thing? That was out of Reed's furnace. Yeah, that was down at the bottom. That was when we actually convinced you to track down to the bottom. From the other side of the bridge, because it was less steep. Yeah, how you all convinced me that trekking down below the bridge was a grand idea... I will never understand. Now I'm too old for all this shit. Please note, I still want to go back, but we're, we're never doing that again. Like. I don't even know if that bridge is still standing. I don't know. So Liz and I went out there um, during the, the late hours, and it was like traversing a maze. I could not find the bridge. I could not find any of the turns. Like, nothing felt familiar. Oh, 
I did dump out on the back road, but I couldn't find any of the parking places, anything that was normal. It felt so foreign. I got one that's going to jog your memory banks for you. Oh, Lord. Again, at the furnace. Because, of course, once we were there and pissed something off, of course, we had to fucking go back and see if we could do it again. Um, Wasn't that our whole for like five years? Pretty much. We were also fire truck chasers. <laughs> Not ambulance chasers, we were fire truck chasers. Yeah, that's how we ended like a two-year feud where you and I didn't talk. We, we ran into each other at a fire truck scene. <laughs> um, but no, we're out at the furnace, and it's a full moon in front of us. Okay? So I happened to see something out of the corner of my eye, and I double-checked, and I was like, motherfucker, I'm right. So I just calmly asked the group, guys, the moon's in front of us, right? Yeah. Why's my shadow in front of me? I had no shadow behind me. It was in front of me. Everybody else's was behind them. Believe it or not, that was my first experience with a shadow. I do remember that. And then for a while, you had two shadows. <laughs> Eventually. That night, you are saying, right. Yep. Oh. I did forget about that. You are correct. Winks agrees. He has lots to say. Um. What about, um. Where we went. You, Liz, and I. Haunt, uh, Hillview? Yeah! Over in Newcastle? <clears throat> so. Be watch up! If this were a real attack, you'd be dead. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so, um, uh, what the hell were we talking about? Cause... Hillview? Right. Actually, that's who we were talking about with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, how fucking fitting. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Uh, but, uh, so. There was only one confirmed inmate on inmate murder. And it happened in the murderer's room <laughs> at this institution. Now, of course... With the stigmata in which is why that place was eventually shut down was because of the of all the abuse of the patients. We're not counting all the people that the doctors killed over the years and or tormented, whatever. I'm just talking about the unconfirmed case of Big Jim strangling his fucking roommate in the middle of the night then throwing him out the window. Oh, that room. I go walking into this room, and I just turn around and look at the witch and go, this is fucking me up. But it was the closest I'd ever been to inner peace. Yeah, he's like, can I get a pillow and a blanket? I want to take a nap. Like, I was so, like, everything, and it was weird, like, that kind of fucked me up for a minute, and then... The fucking boiler room of that place. 
this is the only time, only time with you that I've ever backed out and never completed something. The only fucking time was in that boiler room. I know, and I'm like, but I've got you, bro, and you're like, no, uh-uh, you can't even help me with this. So they're over in this corner, you know, 150 feet or whatever away, they're like, hey, look at this over here, and I'm like, yeah, I see it fine from here. You're like, I'm good. Like, no, fuck that boiler room. There is And then all of a sudden, he no. leaves us. You, you know what I... Here's an interesting story that, that I learned on um, Liz and I was back. Uh, there were some disposals in those boilers. Well, not only that, but apparently the back staircase that Liz and I were looking at, apparently at some point in time, a homeless person, um, a night guard, somebody, we're not sure, froze to death on them and died. Like, they got down that far but couldn't get the whole way close enough right. to get the warmth from the boiler, and they di- froze to death and died on the stairs. Like, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. So, but you know what's weird? The first time I was in there, it didn't bother me. The second time I went back, and I don't know why, I got in there, and I couldn't wait to get back out. And I don't know if it's because it bothered Tom, therefore it bothered me. Because Tom's pretty iron-willed when it used to come to this shit. Like, like, yeah, I mean, but, like, something was awesome about it. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm missing my, my, my angry man or what, like. Oh, god damn, I feel like a mic. I'm so creeped out I've had goosebumps all fucking episode. Well, wait. Because, just wait, because I've, I've found some places we have not been that I want to go to, and they're m- mostly local. I've got a list. I'm down? I mean, and I've got what we've got to talk to Mike about. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to start there. Like, listen to this. So, because Mike was a frat boy at Slippery Rock. Oh, this we know. <laughs> so, I don't know, I don't remember the name of his frat. Nor, nor do I know, um, and I know I should, because he's mentioned it a lot. I do, but I'm not going to bring it up just because Okay. Well, I don't know if he doesn't. Well, yeah, but but he's a frat guy, so he's got other friends who are frat guys, so maybe he knows these frat guys, so they can confirm whether this is true, false, or indifferent. But I want to know. Apparently, the Alpha Sigma Phi frat house... Is said to be haunted by a ghost named Samuel Mohawk. Oh yeah. And his victims. Oh yeah. Um. Um. This might have been pre-permanent you. Okay. But Kurt was actually on for an episode talking about this because Kurt grew up in that fucking area. Oh okay. Which is weird though because like I read the back history. Apparently, where the Wigaton Massacre took place was, like, way many miles away, but this is just the place where he was, was executed. Right. Yeah. Executed on the spot. Like, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And well, because well, what it is, is, um, specifically in that culture, um, uh, trophies equal power, right? And, and so, like, they have a piece of you. Yeah. With them, so your power is feeding into their power. Mm-hmm. So, I get that. Yeah. And as I was researching some of these, like, it was really neat to read, like, the cultural side of things, because each decade has their own, like, fear 
culture with it. Like, back in the time this legend comes from, what did people fear? They feared Native Americans. In the 80s, it was satanic panic. So, all the legends from the 80s tie into satanic cults places. Um, I can't wait to see what the 2000s are going to bring, you know, in 40 or 50 years. It'd be really neat to check it out. So, but I don't know. I'd like to see this. So would Lady, apparently. She agrees, yes. Um, do you have on your little list there, the Kaufman House? I do not. Kaufman House. Tell me about it. Let me tell you. Um, if you have a chance to eat there, fan-fucking-tastic. Where's that? Zealy, you know. Down Zealy? So, um, it's actually, so much activity has happened there that it has been on, uh, ghost hunters. Like, the ghost hunters set up and spent the night at Kaufman House. Uh-huh. Um, and you, I haven't seen anything, but I've only been there once to actually eat. Um, but it definitely, there's definitely a vibe. Okay. When you walk into the coffin, there's definitely a vibe. Um, they're mostly uplifting. Like, they're... Cool, happy ghosts? Like, it's basically, uh, and I think that's what the story is, is it's the original Kaufman's, um... Still welcoming you into their restaurant. That's neat. Um, although, the one does get pissed off when something happens. I don't remember what it is, but if the staff does something, the one will slam doors upstairs. <laughs> well, I mean, at least they're just slamming doors and not breaking things. Right. Cause well, yeah, it's their place. They don't want to break the shit. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And unfortunately, well... Not unfortunately now, but unfortunately, um, it went way downhill, ended up closing down for a few years, um, but then somebody else in the original owner's family ended up buying it, and basically what they said is they gave it a spit shine and opened the doors back up. Okay. They didn't change anything because they did not want to mess with the history and they didn't want to piss off the ghosts. See, that's kind of cool, though, because, like, <coughs> there are other places that took that approach. Um, have you ever heard of the Knickerbocker Hotel? Of course. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I had never heard of it until I did my homework, and it's, it's just up in Lyonsville. And I now really want to stay one night. Really want to stay one night. So... It was actually featured on season six of Ghost Detectives. Um, back in January 12th of 1882, they opened their doors for the first time. And since then, there have been many in instances of activity. Um, <laughs> even recorded by the current owners. So you can stay for a fee, but even they warn you that you won't get any sleep because of all the activity in the place. Um, which sounds really neat. I don't know what it costs to stay, but I would stay up all night just to see some ghosts. 
What was it called? The Knickerbocker? Yes. New York Knickerbockers. And it's just up in Lionsville, so that's awesome. But, um, so the owners did seances for a while, <laughs> and they said you can hear old guests dining, like full-on parties of people dining. You can hear little kids. Is it Lionsville or Lionsville? Lioness. Um, you can hear little kids telling their moms, I don't want you to go. I'm scared of the dark, like up in some of the rooms. Haunted house in Lionsville, Pennsylvania. Oh, the website's closed down. Ah, well, that's not cool. But I want to check What out. happened at the Knickerbocker Hotel in 1962 celebrating the Hollywood costume designer Irene Lenz committed suicide by jumping from her 11th floor window. While she left the suicide note behind, her business manager told the press Irene had been under a terrific strain. Huh. It closed... No, originally. You can't... No! What? There's more than one Knickerbocker Hotel, which is, is the tricky bit. Uh, 98 people were killed when the roof collapsed at one point in the uh, theater. Of the hotel. That's crazy. According to that website. Okay. But I want to check that out. I also want to go to... Have you ever heard of Alice Corners? Come on, you've spent enough time in Ohio. Senate the Ledges? Um, so it's right at... The corners of John White and Wheeler Road is where they intersect. Over in Hubbard. Oh, the hub. Yeah. I didn't spend a lot of time in the hub. I, all my deliveries were out past that. Okay. Well, and you hung out in Warren. So, but apparently it's called Hell's Corners because lots of people died at the one intersection. Like, currently. Car crashes, fatal car crashes, are through the roof in that intersection in general. But back in the day, there was a jail at the one corner, and they would do all of their hangings and whatnot. Right. So ghosts will wander across the road and cause traffic pileups. I've heard of that. Um, do you have the seven gates? So I have heard of them. However. Well, it's all private property now and no one's allowed on there anymore. And they tore down all but the last one. So, what's the point of trying to go to a place that only has one gate out of seven remaining? Like, we missed our window of opportunity. Like, if you don't know it, that is the seven gates. Like, each gate was a trial by, um... I don't really want to say demon, but that was the end fucking goal. So it was supposed to represent, like, the um, Dante's Inferno, the gates to hell. Yeah, the nine circles of hell. Yeah. And so the whole point was that you were going to pass through each one of these gates like you were passing through a different level of yeah, and, hell. And it was a trial. Like, everyone was a trial to get past. Yep. And when you got past, apparently, 
once you made it to the inside, that was supposed to be like the Garden of Eden, and somebody or something was going to grant one of your wishes or desires. I'm not exactly certain how that worked. To be certain. Um, that's what the legend said. How about... Yeah, it just really sucks that... Like, with a lot of these places, actually... Um, are becoming private property, and they are, which is highly unfortunate because I mean, not that we do that much adventuring anymore, but it, it's highly because there are there are generations behind us. Everybody, you know, everybody needs to chase ghosts once in a while. I mean, even if, even if. You only get to do it once in your life. I recommend it. Um, so. Okay. We've been to this place, and I didn't even know it was a thing. And I'm sure they didn't even realize it was a thing. Have you ever heard of Spooky Hill? The Gravity Hill of our Greenville. Okay, see, I never knew this was a thing. Like, I've been that, out there. The Denny's people? We went with the Denny's people. Did we? Yeah. Shit, now I have gaps in my memory. We went with the Denny's people. I did not remember going with the Denny's people at all. That was the first place we went with them. But do you know why they go with Spooky Hill? Because it goes backwards. Well, not not only that. So it's actually called Spooky Hill because in that area, um, legend says back in the 1800s, a woman was traveling home from her sister's house. Mm-hmm. And her carriage tipped over, um, and she died, but didn't realize she was dead. She picked up a lantern and tried to find her way back to her sister's. That's like the one that died on the hollow. So her ghost, so her ghost carrying the lantern can be seen traveling through that area up there, trying to make it home. People see her all the time. People have even wrecked trying to pull over and stop and help the lady in the pipe. Um, yeah, what about the hollow? Seeing as I just brought it up. Hell's Hollow? And do you have anything on that? Well, we, we've talked a little bit about it before, about, there are, lots of, there, there are lots of legends there, and you know, in the 80s. We've seen some orbs and things, some things dancing through fields that shouldn't be dancing through fields. Uh-huh. Um... Been chased by a few satellites. Uh, we used to be dumb. <laughs> we used to be dumb. We used to be, dumb. used to be dumb. This is when, for our avid listeners, the witch was talking about uh, doing the truck rodeo. Well, through the hollow was the first place we did that. Which is, you know, you take your belt off, you tie part of it to your hand, you tie the other part to the truck, and you stand in the bed of the truck while your buddy goes fucking screaming down the road. And to be fair, I was usually the buddy driving, because I wasn't ever dumb enough to try surfing in the bed of the truck. 
Tom definitely was. Yeah, well, <laughs> some of us, some of us knew slightly better. Some of us just encouraged bad behavior in our friends. <laughs> All in the name of fun. Um, actually, your favorite story to me happens down at the hall of. Where you chase the deer? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we were out of the hollow at that point. Actually, I think we were just coming into it. Or just before it. No, I think you're right. Yeah, so we were right down there past White Road. We right before White Road. Yeah, you're right. A deer ran out in front of my Mustang, and I was pissed. And super drunk Tom was even more pissed. So he jumps out of the car with a knife in his mouth and goes, I got it, and goes running like through. Rambo style. Like I had the back of the blade against, you know, uh, against my cheeks and my teeth bit down on a blade and the handle's right there and I'm just sprinting through the fucking woods trying to chase this goddamn deer. Uh, somehow I lost my shirt in this entire process. And like, he leaves the door open so I'm sitting here on the road. Thank God nobody comes. It's like, 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later, he finally comes, like, huffing and puffing back, and he's, like, caked in sweat and shirtless, and goes, I'm sorry, Becky. Bleeding. He goes, Becky, I'm sorry, I tried. He's like, I, I caught my leg on something, I lost the goddamn deer, I have no idea. I, I'm, I just couldn't catch that motherfucker. He's like, but I really didn't try. <laughs> Nobody messes with my friend's car. Wait, I don't know what else you say to that, but okay, buddy, good job getting the car. Let's 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 go get. Let's go make sure that doesn't get infected. <laughs> hey, witch. Yes. You know it's a great time for. Do you have jokes? I do, but I'm only doing dad jokes because I think the me your mama jokes would be off taste without my care. Oh, okay, because I actually had your mamas in case you were gonna pull those. Cause... I did not prepare any. Oh, I did. <laughs> Fuck, I'm suspended next week. Oh, maybe. Hey, you know, my balloon elephant wouldn't fit in the backseat of my car. Why not, Tom? So I had to pop the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that one. Um, okay. So a pirate goes walking in to a bar. Okay. And he's got a big-ass belt buckle on. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the champion buckle. So he's wearing a pro wrestler belt? They're pretty much. Okay. But it's on a steering wheel. <laughs> so bartender goes, hey, man, I like your belt buckle. Piper goes, "Ah, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> I've heard that. That's cute, though. Hey, Go ahead, hit me with your mama jokes. Well, well, no, no, I've got a regular joke for you. Alright. Because I heard this one earlier and I thought it was cute. What do you call a dog who can do magic? What's that? A labracadabra doodle. <laughs> okay, you didn't laugh, I thought it was cute. Mm. Here's one for you. How did the zombie get into college? I don't know how. He got all the brains of the family. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay, fine. I did write down one more joke. And it's bad, but hey. 
What do you call a group of autistic kids with guns? Don't. Don't. I know the answer. <laughs> God, we're about to get murdered. We are. Those of us, those of you who follow our Facebook page, um, you will see this is what I'm talking about when I posted that meme and said the witch is driving our bus. <laughs> I am, I am. You ready? Uh-huh. The special forces. I'm sorry, y'all. But I laughed too hard and I knew Tom would laugh about it. Tom's hard, Dad, and it's... <laughs> it's, um, it's fitting. Um, so... Haunted places, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get back to those, right? Alright, um... Oh, have you ever heard of the Fountain Youth? Not in Pennsylvania. It exists in Pennsylvania, babe. Back in the 1930s, it was a roadside attraction <coughs> and a public source of water um, located on uh, Cummer Road in Wexford. I'm not sure that's there anymore. Um, that might have been the one. I don't remember. But some years ago, I learned this while living down there because I was looking for you know, haunted shit when living down in the north of the Berg. Okay. And, um, the one that was supposedly, like, a real hot spot had been demolished hmm. to make way for a fucking, um, little boxes, uh, development. Oh. Well, I know. They're all ticky-tacky. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Well, I know it was closed, like, in the 50s, because the water wasn't safe to drink, but from what I heard, it was still standing, and during the full moon, according, there are two conflicting legends. During the full moon, you can see naked maidens filling their jugs full of water. I mean, who doesn't like... Who's not going to want to go check that out? Um, and I think if you do go check I that out... twist my arm into it, witch! I know, right? But if any of our uh, listeners have, have gone and seen Naked Maidens fill jugs in the moonlight, they should send us an email. Um, at mikeisadrinkatgmail.com. But there needs to be an asterisk on that. Not in the bathhouse over in Romania when you were traveling worldwide. No, we're talking like... This specific... Yeah, we're talking ghostly naked maidens, please. Um, <laughs> Although, if you are a group of naked maidens, the witch definitely will not complain. Hell no! <laughs> um, the second story is that <coughs> if you stop, you're, you are likely to meet one of the trickster gods themselves <laughs> who will entice you to... Try the water, because it's really not bad, and it still flows. Um, and if you try the water, he'll grant you immortality. Now, you know how that goes, right? Like, immortality is never worth whatever they want. The price is always too steep. That's because immortality is actually a curse. Well, you know that, and I know that, but that's just because we've been around a long time. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I take seeing naked maidens. I'm not going to drink any scuzzy water that was shut down in the 1950s by the Board of Health because it was bad to consume. I don't care if you are offering me immortality. I I don't want immortality. It, it, well, hear me out. I mean, no, because eventually I'd have the knowledge to like amass a fortune, I would hope, and then be able to afford to move and start a new life every time people started getting attached and realized I wasn't aging. Hear me, hear me out, though. Like, if any one of us could probably get away with being immortal, it's probably you. Why? I mean this with love, but you <laughs> can shut off all the feels when you need to. Better, better than most people. I can. Um, so... Being overly caring and overly sensitive, you don't have to worry about, oh, I've just watched all the people I love die. You can go, yeah, guys, I'm getting on a plane to Maui, and then, oops, that plane accidentally crashes, and you don't care about all those strangers, and everybody thinks you're dead, and you just started a brand new life. See? See, see I think it would work for you. I mean... Possibly. No. Not well, but possibly. No. Oh, I still don't want it. I don't blame you. Alright, so, I also read, because I got a book. Another visual aid that our listeners can see. Hey, listen, I'm sorry sorry to to, to those who need the visual aid. You know, that's like the episode that Mike made a fucking PowerPoint for the listeners. You're going to give him shit, ain't you, Fred? You're goddamn right. When he listens to this, he's gonna like a not be amused because we didn't because we didn't do a bang up stellar job or whatever. He's gonna point out all the flaws, all the flaws in our boat, and b then he's gonna be like, and you're all fired. Oh wait, he's not here to fire you. this week. How about that? That's right. Tom's job is safe next week. Oh. I hope. We hope. Um. Alright, so. Yeah. How about this? Have you ever heard of Blue Mist Road? Because I had not until I read this book. I'm reading Legends and Lore of Western Pennsylvania, written by a man named Thomas White. And I thought this was. Perhaps. And I thought this was really neat. It's in the North Hills area of Allegheny County. Um. So apparently. For decades, people have talked about Blue Mist Road. Because Blue Mist Road, even though it runs along um, Did you lose your place? Yeah, I did. Um, I dropped my book. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Two seconds. Alright, so Blue Mist Road's not its real name, which sounds far more ominous than its real name, Ir- Irvin Road. Irvine. Yeah. Located in the east part of North Park Lake. Um, but anyways, so... <coughs> what makes this road creepy? There are several gruesome stories told about this road. Um, it was... A, it was supposed to be a meeting place for the clan back in the day. 
Like, those people just met anywhere. Apparently, a road in the middle of Allegheny is the perfect place for it, right? Um, nearby there was supposed to be a hanging tree that's okay. used for lynchings. I hate that. Like, that's all kinds of negative energy you don't need to put in the universe. Um, several victims were allegedly found still hanging from the tree by random passerbys throughout the decades. Ain't that but some bullshit. One of the most popular one of the most popular stories is this road was a meeting place for yeah. satanic cults and a witch coven during the late 80s and early 90s. People would find slaughtered animals in pentagrams drawn out of chalk or blood. And the animals were not the only thing sacrificed on the road. In some versions of the legends, they sacrificed virgins. Good luck finding one of them when you want. But apparently, during the night of the full moon, you can actually see people doing ungodly acts on this road. You can see horses on fire. Ooh. Yeah. And there's said to be a lone house on the road that was used by the cults that made their, um, as their place of practice. I'd like to go check this out one day. I bet you would. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> you know, because why not, right? Chuck, no snow on what you're smoking. But, so one of the, like, the craziest thing on this, this road, and this is <laughs> on a section, like, half the road you can drive down, then you hit a portion of the road where it's closed off and you have to walk. Because, of course, you have to walk, right? Well, there's a lone mailbox <laughs> that's just hanging out on the portion of road that you have to walk down. <laughs> the story about the mailbox, however, is kind of very interesting to people. Because not only, supposedly, did mob members and drug dealers use it to pass packages and hit orders and things of that nature, but um, it said that it puts off its own horrific and eerie energy. Um... All over the road. So, yeah, it's on my list of places I definitely want to go see one night. Um, I want to go down to Beaver. Okay. Why do we want to go to Beaver? <laughs> I mean, everybody, who don't want to go down to the Beaver? <laughs> everybody wants a little Beaver in their life. Right. Um, I used to live down at the bottom of Beaver, remember? Two streets over. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, my mind went someplace totally inappropriate. Oh, apparently my drink is treating me well. Um, fuck! <laughs> oh, beaver! Yeah, beaver. How can I forget beaver? Um, so down in beaver, 
there's a gentleman. Now, this legend is actually, um, starts out true. Like, his origin story is true. It actually happened. And that's how this dude lived. He worked for the electric company. Okay. Got electrocuted so bad, it melted his face. Not like melted it completely off, but melted all his features. Oh, that sounds like a shitty existence. So then after that, he would um, only go out at night because... Yeah. He, you know, stares and whatnot. Little children screaming. It's not fun. No, I can't imagine it would be. So, that part of this is actually true, and you can find history... To back that. ...on this event, and this gentleman, who would then take his walks and do all his errands at night... Okay. Um, but the legend says, to this day... That if you go on this stretch of road, particularly uh, under a bridge, you can see him walking still, and you can entice him out of hiding with cigarettes and whiskey. Your drink of your drink of choice. You this guy should be good friends. <laughs> I kind of want to go meet Good Time Charlie. Well, okay. no face, Charlie. I call him Good Time Charlie because, let's face it, if you can be lured out with cigarettes and whiskey... You're probably a half-decent time. You're there You're there for a good time. Not a long time. Right. That's your whole motto in life, isn't it? It used to be. Yeah, until you turned out being here for a lot longer than you anticipated. You know I got you on that one. Are you talking about my 18th birthday? When you thought you weren't going to be here for more than 23 years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about that. <laughs> that's that. That's a that. That's a deep. That, that that's a deep emotional one. We we're gonna skip that till Tom's ready to get into his feelings. Okay, I got you. Yeah, we're we're just leaving that alone. I got you, brother man. All right. So hey, there goes a meat wagon. Oh boy. Somebody didn't make smart choices, apparently? No, no sirens, so oh, okay. it's, it's not bad. Alright, so have you ever heard of Murder Swamp? Isn't that the swamp that's right behind your... I mean, um... Shut up! Stop telling people my secrets! No! No, it's not right behind my house. <clears throat> Thank you. No, Murder Swamp is located in Newcastle, or just outside of Newcastle. <laughs> Again. <laughs> not surprised. Right? So, his name is kind of self-explanatory, but apparently, during the early part of the 20th century, it was rumored that the mob from Pittsburgh would use it as a place to chuck their victims. I can can neither confirm or deny that. Um, Oh, we only got 15 minutes left. Woo! Well... Um. But, so apparently throughout the years, people have disappeared in the murder swamp. Um, For a while, they believed that the decapitated bodies 
were the work of a serial killer called the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. And the bodies of the Cleveland Torso Killer were also dumped in the murder swamp. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? So, lots of bodies have turned up in this place. Like, you would think this would be the place to watch at some point in time. Put up some cameras, do some somethings. But no. Apparently, it's still considered... Yeah, what she said. The place to dump your bodies. Um... So lots of ghosts, apparently, are spotted there. And if you're a unsuspecting fisherman, ghosts will reach out of the water and try to drag you under to your death. Oh, that's that place! Yeah! I, I thought that was in the Glades. No, apparently we have our own right here in Newcastle. Um, there's a spot like that. Well, there's one in Louisiana. There's and one of the, you know, there's definitely one in Louisiana. Yeah, of course there is. And there's one, um, because my one former friend at the time when we were living together grew up in Florida. Uh-huh. And he would never go out on a fucking boat because of hearing that story about the Glades, which, in all fairness, he did not grow up far from the Glades. Makes sense. So you couldn't get his ass on a boat for nothing. I can't say that I blame him. Like, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't want that. Um, I don't think anybody does. They say drowning is the worst way to go because it's the only one that you're conscious through the entire time. Yep. Um, But not only does Murder Swamp have ghosts that will pull you under. Apparently Murder Swamp also has what is described as a reptilian creature with multiple legs that comes out to feast on the homeless people that have made Murder Swamp their home. Or unsuspecting fishermen. Um. So we're talking like the eight-legged crocodile. No, listen, listen, listen. The fact that we know more about outer space on this planet than we know about what's in our waters... You cannot tell me 100% sure that these creatures do not actually fucking exist. You can't tell me that. Because if you do, you're just making an assumption. Oh, hey, listen. And that's like one of those, I'm, I'm not saying you do. I know. But it's like one of those other things, like people who don't believe in aliens. Okay, now listen. You can't tell me we're the only intelligent life in the galaxy. Come on. Billions and billions of stars in our galaxy alone, and there's billions of galaxies. Right? No, I'm with you. Um, I'm assuming we're just like the trailer park of the galaxy. Like, nobody wants to come here. Oh, no, definitely. (laughs) Aliens definitely lock their doors when they fly past Earth. There's no... Yeah, right? Oh, look, these kids still use nuclear weapons on each other. Like, look... We're we're blowing by. (laughs) Like, uh, the classic skit from um, Van Wilder's Vacation, the first one. Uh, Or, not Van Wilder, Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, when they're going past, oh, we like to see the blight, uh, you know, the blight of society, get them up close, and then they hear gunshots, and he goes, roll them up, and then they parried in it, and the, um, family got Star Wars. Yep. But I, I, honestly, I feel that's what aliens do, like, they go to go past our house, they're like, oh, look at this, and then we do some dumb shit, and they're like, alright, roll them up, lock them down, let's get out of here, kids, don't look, hey kids, look at this over here. Yep, yep, look at that pretty sun! <laughs> It's going to decay in a few thousand millennia. Don't worry. It'll be okay. Oh, 
we'll be dead long before then, so... Yeah, we don't yeah. care. Alright, so, that was my last one on my list. Um... You gonna, you, you gonna tell, you gonna give your spiel? Be nice to each other. Um... Let someone go at the stop sign in front of you. Let the person cross the street. Check on your friends. Because our right isn't always all right. It's never all right. It, no, for you it's never all right. It's always all right. I'm all right. I'm be all right. Yeah, like I said, for you it's not all right. For other people it's all right. Be all right. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, check on your friends. Um... Hold the door for a stranger, smile, wave, put your fucking shopping part back. Um Although I do have I do have I do have to throw something out there. Oh, here it comes. No. Um I wasn't directly conversing with the Walmart employee. He was just talking to himself loudly while going past me. Because he apparently was very frustrated with his day. Uh-huh. And he says, man, the only time I get to sit down is when I'm driving these carts back. Like, they ought, like the, the the wheelchair ones, like the, the uh, scooters they give you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. In all fairness, okay, okay. And plus, if you legitimately need the scooter, you're not going to be able to take it back and then walk back to your car. Yeah. I get that. I respect that. That is the only cart... That I will look at and not go... Fucking asshole. Motherfucker. Yeah. I get you. I get you, buddy. And see, I've even turned in, turned over so much of a new leaf that when I go to Aldi's, I'll walk past all the free carts. Because you know every, every... Everybody leaves a free cart. Yeah. Everybody leaves a cart. So then I'll put my quarter in, I'll take my cart in, and then I'll leave my cart free. Okay. So, so you are trying to be a kinder, gentle Tom in your own way? You know. I'll do what I can. Hooray. That is good. I mean, I'm a fucking angel. Oh, Lord. And before the house catches on fire, um, any other thoughts? We love you. We love you. Mike should be <laughs> next week. We hope. I mean, I don't know, man. He might get an extra suspension, or he might fire us both, and it'll be just Mike has a drink next week. All right. Mike has a drink with lady. There you go. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Make smart decisions. Nah. <laughs>